0: Welcome back to the Resupply with me, guy Store. and me, DK, <laughs> bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. Um, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into things this week, aren't we, DK? <laughs>
1: yeah, we sure are, because yeah. uh, we're on a countdown to the NBA Finals right now. <laughs>
0: um, look, we we've obviously uh, over the halfway point of our deep dive into the uh, Space Marines positions um and this week we decided uh that we're gonna bring in uh probably the the best person to ever play this position (laughs) um he's he's been a a guest on the pod before and and i know people enjoy listening to him talk but um this week we're bringing in uh rusty how are you buddy
2: hello i'm good it's cold it's winter
0: what cold? In hide Brisbane. your wife hide
2: your kids <laughs> rusty's in the house <laughs> <laughs> you complain to me
0: tea. about the fucking cold in Brisbane. whatever
2: um, i move countries right don't worry about it
0: <laughs> so um yeah we uh, there, there's been a couple of um salty jabs from some people in the community about not not bringing uh some some further expertise on when we talk about the position, so <laughs> um, oh,
2: that's that's harsh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I, like, I
2: thought you guys nailed it, uh, um,
0: yeah, that's a word
2: you could have watered down their salt, um, intake for whoever was saying that. <laughs> uh, I blame yep, you, nailed World that. You heard there. from Rusty, <laughs> podcast over,
1: <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so we thought we'd get your um, your insight into how you play the, the commander position, um, because it's obviously, um, you know, the integral. Uh, attacking role in a team. DK, you want to you wanna get the uh, Inquisition <laughs> underway?
1: <laughs> yeah. We're <sure laughs> <plan.
2: laughs> so, oh, looking forward
1: to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rusty, you and, and Jared, of course, are both renowned for staying in very good shape for laser tag. Do you have any kind of specific uh, regimens that you would recommend for players to get in shape for a, a nationals
2: or anything like that? Don't get fat. No, I mean it's so cliche, right? Like at the end of the day, I in in 2017 I got a pretty good shape for the Sacramento Nats, probably the best shape I'd been in, in sort of a decade, things went a little bit off the rails, um, for me in uh, 18. Um, and then at the start of this held year, you back, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I, I mean, I was up 15 kilos since 17 at the start of this year and I knew, um, there's probably going to be lots of running around in Detroit involved, but it's what you eat. Honestly, you could, you could exercise three days a week, um, and do the odd run or smash some weights, and if you eat right, you'll you'll lose weight. It's 100% because I worked out a ton last year and I didn't really skip any gym sessions, mm. but I basically ate whatever I wanted. Um, and as soon as I changed that and cut back on on the portions and drank smaller coffees instead of big ones and stopped eating a pile of shit for dinner, um, <laughs> it all just worked out again. So I'm down another, I'm back down to the 17... Um, weight at this particular point in time. So yes. you are what you eat. That's that's all I can say. Is like you probably don't even need to exercise and you'll lose weight. Um, so eating like a know, at least...
0: lasagna for dinner. That's that's probably not um, match fit food. <laughs>
2: Pro- I'd probably count lasagna as a cheat meal, to be honest. Um, like You're not having fucking lasagna for breakfast, mate, because that's <laughs> that's definitely not
0: recommended. I get my um, carbon taken early, you know. Uh, lasagna, cheese, yeah. yeah, yeah, up for day. yeah.
2: <laughs> and then what? You forget to go to the gym, right? Is that what happens? Well,
0: you know, it's not that I forget; it's just that I can't can't move.
2: <laughs> you just you just don't make
0: it. Yeah, um, I'll wait till oh, it, look, it settles. Yeah. Yeah, More you're breakfast is a like glass
1: of water and a 5k fatty. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: That's a thing. You'll diet. be having for breakfast in <laughs> Detroit, right? Um, get you pumped up for the day. It probably wouldn't be the worst idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, what you eat, um, and you've got to want to do it. It mm. sucks. Like running on the treadmill or just showing up and doing an hour gym session. Yeah. Um, well, I, I guess, say do, do you time. prioritize
1: cardio a little bit more in the run-up to, to a tournament?
2: I am, yes, 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 yes. So I'm doing um, at least um, four times a week now I'm smashing out some treadmill after a weight session um, a new to try and make sure I'm not a fat fuck. Um, between 20 and 30. Oh, yeah. But there's a I recently, or uh, Natalia recently found this um, sprint, um, like a high-intensity sprint interval thing as one of the settings on the treadmill mm. and like usually I just run and it'd be boring, but this thing like makes you sprint for 30 seconds and then walk for like a minute and a half. So I've been doing a bit of that. Um, and I, I think it's helping. I don't
0: uh, do so well on it's... treadmills myself personally.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had the video evidence for it. I did just think about that when I said that. Um, you've got to get back on that treadmill tiger. Um, or a bike or something. Yeah, I don't know, but, I've got a recumbent
0: yeah. in my in my garage, the old uh, sit back and recline and cycle for 40 minutes.
1: Mm, yeah. Next week, uh, we'll be recording the podcast from Steve's recumbent bicycle, everybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, look, I suppose in my mind, when I'm thinking about um, playing Commander, like the only time I'm sitting still is if I'm defending or getting resupplied, mm-hmm. really. Like, other than that, it's 15 minutes of movement and running or sprinting or short short runs and, you know, trying to get a reset or trying to get somewhere before somebody else. Mm. Um, and it's just never-ending. And as soon as you start throwing ramps and and stuff into it as well, um, it ends up being quite, um, quite full on. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, especially if you're going to be doing it for an entire week, um, it, it ended up being quite important. And I can tell you right now, when I was... Um, I ended up playing a few consecutive games at the start of this year after Christmas. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was hard work. I was like, how the fuck did I do this last so year? So much ham. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm not getting that reset. I'll just let them go. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck it. I don't need you, that, you that, fucking that first run. nuke. <laughs> I don't want that missile. It's not worth the 500 points. I can't get that one. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're, you're out of here. Um, so it's been nice to be able to at least be a little bit more nimble around around the field, and hopefully, um, I mean, I've looked at that. I've played in Detroit, actually, so I kind of have a rough, when Bainer got married in 2014, so I have a really rough idea of what it's like, but I really can't remember what we did or whatever. we. I had to check how many games we played while, we, while I was there. It was like 11 or something. So, right. um, But by reports, the field's changed a bit, and I can't remember a fucking thing. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I just know there's Rams and there's going to be running. So here we are
0: that's a uh, nightmare fuel for me <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. welcome to Brisbane <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> true true um, so second question this has been a much debated topic among a number of other players that I've talked to uh, mm-hmm. regarding the commander position but how important is accuracy
2: yeah it's uh, it's, a, it's it's an interesting question and I, I thank, uh, shout out to our stat, stats God um our stats overlord our stats daddy mr lewis for um putting together the stats so i don't know i shout this out every time i'm on a podcast but um that thing is amazing for digging in really deep to see how you stack up and you know what you potentially do differently to um other players or how you approach things and like I know I realize that if my accuracy is 5 or 10% lower than somebody else who has a better accuracy than me that that's you know two resupplies that I need to get that they don't right I'm not I'm not I'm not living under a rock but I'd much rather take a shot and miss than not take the shot um or maybe I just suck at shooting and I, I'm really bad at my accuracy. Like, I don't know, <laughs> to, be, to, to, to be honest. But, like, I think I'm probably 5% lower than most people who have played a lot of Commander games. And I honestly don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I just take shots at um, other people don't and probably miss them. Um, it's just one of those things where um, I'd rather try and miss and, yeah, like I said, not not, not try at all. Um But in saying that, if people start just taking shots for the sake of it and start missing and your accuracy drops 10% and you don't hit anything else, don't blame me. (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, But, yeah, it's one of those things where people obviously accuracy, I'd like it to be higher. I'll be honest, I would like it to be higher. But um, at at the end of the day, I'm not going to stop and think about whether or not I should take a certain shot um, just so I can get an extra percent on my, my accuracy. Um, I suppose is probably how I would look at that. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I miss tons, tons of shots. And I'll be honest, like I might try and shoot someone and they're way across the other side of the field and, like, I can barely see the side of their head and I'm hoping that I can possibly hit them if they step the wrong way and, I'll, you know, there you go, that's a shot and I miss it. So hmm. back to resupply, go um, to, to get more shots. But, um, I mean, I'd like your thoughts on that, actually, DK, as to how important you think accuracy is when it comes to playing Commander.
1: I think that you have to get over sort of a, a certain threshold. Um, and beyond that, it kind of just depends on your, your style of playing, stuff like that, because I think that's a good point you bring up that it's like Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, right? So if you're going to get that long cross shot or you maybe have a split second of reset time before somebody gets around a corner or something and that might be an extra shot for you to get, you know, go ahead and take it. But this uh, this debate we were talking about kind of first came about actually in that run-up to the 2017 Nats and I'm going to throw a Venom under the bus right now because uh, <laughs> we're having this uh, conversation and I said... Um, you know, I'd kind of like if you boosted up your accuracy by about 5% just to improve our efficiency on the resupply end and he actually went to the LF stat site and he was like, well, look you know, Rusty's accuracy isn't as good as some of these other players who play Commander and my only response to that was, bro, you're not Rusty.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Venom. Um, Um, I'm actually uh, (laughs) i got you back, Venom. Um, I'm just looking up the stats, uh, the accuracy now, like to see yeah, see, thunder, <laughs> thunder, eighty-eight percent. Like it's actually eleven percent higher than mine. Tandoor, uh, tandoor eighty-eight, bagels eighty-nine. Mine's better than yours, Steve. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Look, I, I, like I said, I've, I'm absolutely aware of these. Uh, aware of this, and I don't know whether or not it's just a different approach to to taking that shot, but. Thunder has amazing accuracy across all of his positions, though, so it's not like an anomaly. He's just very accurate overall. Which really pisses me off because I'd love to have a 95% (laughs) accuracy game. I don't think I've ever shot 100% um, accuracy as a heavy load. I know he's done it several times, so shout out to Thunder and your damn accuracy. Um, But yeah, I I, I would take a shot and rather miss it and go back and get resupply um, than not. So um and whether or not that just means I've put myself in a position where um I might have to take two shots to get that one or <laughs> maybe I've missed both shots too. Like but I won't lose sleep over it. I'm like fuck it, I'll I'll just keep going. Like um and if that particular shot didn't work in that instance I probably won't try it again. Um or I might just try it again for the sake of it and get lucky. Um it really just depends on the situation in the field.
1: That's a good answer. I mean, what I usually tell newer players, I guess, is to start with, you know, work on trying to get over 70 because if you're really much below that, you're probably just missing too many and you're going to have to go back for resupply too often and that's time that you're not scoring points or hitting the other resup. And then if you can get over 80, then, hey, that's great. That's much more efficient. But, yeah, obviously, if you're in kind of the high 70s range, it obviously is has to be taken as... Proof or at least evidence that you don't need to be over 80 to be elite at commander. So, but you still need to, to at least hit something of a, a trade-off where you're efficient enough that you don't have to go back for resupply all the time.
2: I, I know I've had a either a horrible game or and I I'm, I'm having flashbacks to SAC, actually and wearing that fucking bumble bumblebee suit in that game against Syracuse <laughs> and I thought I was missing shots but then I was like maybe. I'm just getting smashed. Uh, but then after about seven minutes, I'm like, nah, I'm not hitting stuff. And I think that particular scorecard I found, I oh, it was at like 60 odd percent, like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I've certainly had bad games, but I can generally pick up the difference between a bad game and, and, and not being registered. So um, I think I've had two or three games where uh, the, it's been in the 60s, but I'm going to blame the equipment and not my shoddy shot. So, uh, I will not stand
1: yeah. for the slandering of Bumblebee, sir. Fuck Bumblebee. Uh, I, I, I hope <laughs> Sean's framed it somewhere.
2: <laughs> anyway, that's, that's fine. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably how I'd summarize that. Okay, uh,
1: good deal. So th- third question, um, how do you prioritize scoring points and building specials versus... Attacking the enemy resupply and trying to kill out the medic as soon as possible. This is another debate that I think we had a lot, especially in the aftermath of, of last year.
2: Um. Yeah. Look, I've I've been called um, lots of different things over the years um, <laughs> re- relating relating to my approach. Um, but see, people seem to f- seem to forget that generally between my resupply and the other team's resupply is the other people's. Uh, other teams scout heavy and commander or scouts heavy and commander and I don't give a fuck which direction I'm going or which direction I'm heading or how I'm going to try and get to the resupply I'm going to shoot whoever I run into and if it just so happens that they put two scouts on a bridge or on a tower or something and I and I can't get through them, maybe I'll go and try and go a different way, or maybe I'll just run into a scout, two scouts and a commander for, for half the game. Mm. It's not because I'm not trying to get to their resupply. I can promise you, if I shoot them all, I'm running towards where their heavy is <laughs> to try and get into their resupply, right? So I don't have a strategy, um, to be honest, when it comes to um, you know, how aggressive I am. Like every every time I take a step towards their resupply, I'm attacking the resupply. Mm. I just might be halfway across the field because I can't get past whoever's in front of me. Um, and I suppose that off the back of that, um, you said this a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was on the scout one, right? The more people you shoot before they shoot you means you're going to have a better game. So <laughs> at the end of the day true. when it... When it comes down to hit differential, this is where this is where it can make an, a huge difference, a huge difference. Because if I've managed to crap on their scouts and they're not pecking me for three, um, and I might get the odd hit on the command, and we sort of walk out and we've hit each other 20, 25 times, but I've managed to, to keep on top of the scouts, I'm probably going to put money on the fact that I'll I will have had a couple of nukes off the back of that, mm. um, which may. Ultimately influence the game in different ways, where I don't actually even need to go anywhere near the resupply, um, and I'm I'm still comfortable with that. So if I walk out of a game with zero medkits, but we've eliminated them, I would like medkits. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but i still take it as a win if we've able to if I've been able to influence the game a different way. Um, but there's no point just sitting around in the middle of the field if the scouts are shitting on you and the commander <laughs> because you're probably going down pretty hard on hit diff, um, and you're not scoring points or specials to then you know, ultimately support your team in different ways. Um, but yeah, look, I can tell you right now, if people don't want to defend their resupply, don't. I'm more than happy <laughs> to just go on in. Um, so I don't have to run into the rest of your team. That would be great uh, because, like I said, I do enjoy getting meta kits uh, (laughs) if I can. But I'm at peace with the fact that, you know, that's not the only way to influence the game. And Mm. there's other people in in the team um, that can generally support you um, by getting those meta kits um, different ways. So, yeah, head head diff, um, hands down across every position is the most important thing. When it comes to um, influencing a game, I think because if you've managed to shoot them more than they shoot you, you're probably going to have uh, more nukes, um, and you're probably going to be in a better position to, to yeah help your wider team. Like I suppose I
0: if like if you're kind of being the the battering ram for your team into a resupply, that that lines your scaled up to, to kind of finish off the the medic if they can. Um, so as long oh, as oh, if you
2: can. Yeah, if you can push away, push away in. I mean, you guys have played Brisbane. People that potentially listen to this this haven't. But bridge control is huge, right? Mm, so yeah. if, um, if you're able to put yourself in a position where you can sort of push the other team's resupply, or scouts or heavy or c- commander back into their actual resupply and take mm. over the bridge on either side of the um, field, well, it's going to make the whole... The whole team better because of it, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's when things start going wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So that puts pressure on the other team. They might not be able to get doubles because they're trying to defend. Um, and again, I might not have even walked anywhere near their resupply. Um, but hopefully, that may, uh, I've been able to influence or impact my team. So my heavy is hopefully getting fallen. Oh, they can come over and help potentially. You know? Yeah, but. It's, uh, it's a fine balance and it's, and it's different for every single field and I think that's why it's really important um, to soak up any, any opportunities you get in any of the games up front um, to practice to try and work out how other teams are de- going to be defending and how they're going to set up their e-supplies because um, not only does it help from an attacking perspective but being able to defend against it as well Hopefully,
0: somebody from Detroit will kind of um, do a video walkthrough before this nationals, and um, that'll really help with this tournament. It's always helpful, you know. (laughs) I I guess you don't really want to give your opponents any sort of competitive advantage, but, you know, at the same time, we're a pretty um, small community, so, you know.
1: um... I thought my annotated map was perfectly helpful, to be honest.
2: (laughs) Um, You know what? That actually, when I saw that, I was like, hmm, that actually kind of feels familiar, based on last, when I was there in '14. Just the the three top parts, which sounds like it's the only way it plays at the moment, anyway. Yeah. But anyway, well, the, Scythe, the, the
1: basic layout was correct because that I, I'm pretty sure um, I got from from Wolfman, and then I just kind of got jokey about it. But that that basically that's <laughs> not, not changed.
2: It was, it was good. Um, and so I'm expecting a personal tour of the field, um, and I want to know where you defend from. And I want to know where the rest of your team defends from and where your scouts are going to be and where I should go. But don't lie to me about anything, okay? Thanks. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be good. Hey, I go talked really. about you guys last year in Brisbane. I, it oh, it was, an, was awesome. It was an open, open, open walkthrough. Yeah, the walkthrough at the start um, was good. A private tour is okay, but if you want to share with everybody else, Josh, that, that's fine too. So uh, anyway, <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so I've, I think um, back in the day, I what was it, bottom feeder? I got called a bottom feeder when I used to <laughs> shoot the, the scouts a lot. But I didn't give a fuck. Like if I if I shot the scouts twenty times each, that's two nukes, and you know it probably helped my team um, do something that they. or or, or impact the team in a different way than me just running in and getting the resupply. Because guess what? I probably got shot before I could get there. Um, But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, because I had this conversation with a few people
1: last year when we were talking about different ways to approach the the commander position, and there had been some talk about, um, I mean, not actually so much you, it was a little bit more, I think, um, Screever was a good example of this last year where he was constantly coming out with, you know, scores of 12K, 12.5K, something like that. But in the stats, he was only getting maybe one or two Medikits per game. And so people were saying, well, is he just, you know, point feeding? Is he being, you know, quote, a bottom feeder, like you had suggested? Um, Other players were saying, you know, I just can't play that way. I can't farm the the midfield. I have to go in and attack the resup. And my point to them was, (laughs) well, look, if you're just constantly bashing your head against the wall and you're getting shot two or three times every time you get shot – even if you're getting in to get the medic, unless you kill them single-handedly by yourself in like 10 minutes, is that any more helpful to your team Mm. versus, hey, if you scored a bunch of points and you got three nukes, there's nine lives off the medic that you didn't have to bash your head into a wall to get.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, I would, would, sorry, mate, I'd argue that you jump into um, Stats Daddy, Russell, (laughs) his site, um, (laughs) and, and have a look at their head diff and how they play Commander. Um, you know, it's all well and good paying people out and giving people crap if they walk out with a decent score and didn't get, um, didn't get medikids. But if you've got a heavy just sitting there the entire time shooting the commander, uh, they're probably not going to get many medikids. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh, it's just, it's, it's frustrating because, it, you know, people can s- try and simplify how, how the process works to attack or to defend or whatever. Um, But when you've got someone whose entire job is to keep an eye out for a commander and just shoot them, um, or shoot anyone that comes anywhere near their resupply, yeah, if there's multiple people defending, there's a good chance that the heavy's going to keep you out. Mm. Like that's them doing their job and doing it well. Um, And in Brisbane, as you know, being heavy and being positioned well, you can keep people out for 15 minutes. It's not like it's 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 that type of field where the the heavy can have a huge impact defensively. Mm. So.
1: Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I guess my, my point to players about that was just you you can't necessarily just say it's one or the other, either you're bottom feeding and scoring points off the scouts or you're going in and killing the medic. Like you have to be flexible, you have to be adjustable and like you said, shoot the person who's in front of you. That's a usually a pretty good thing to do.
2: That's where I start, yeah. Look, oh, there's a scout. I'm going to let him leave him and hope he doesn't shoot me. <laughs> we'll or hope, we'll hope she doesn't shoot me. Hey, 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 what do you mean you're trying to shoot me? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> common sense I would thought would have prevailed. But, um, That'd be silly. You-hoo. Okay, fair point. Um,
1: so next question would be how you handle something like rotating uh, with the, the heavy so that way you can kind of balance in between attack and defense to make sure that you get the resupplies you need because this is always something that comes up with newer players is if they stay out too long and they come back well now the reset might be under pressure so they can't get resupplied as easily or if they're back getting resupplied and the heavy's out for too long well now they're not able to, to do something effectively so do you, can you uh, speak to, to that kind of dilemma?
2: Oh look that's <laughs> that's where games get won and lost right um uh, trying to find that balance, but it, it, and it, it's not just I suppose the commander's role is it, everyone's accountable for that. Like, um, if everyone decides to come back once they've got to five lives, well, you know, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, um, put some <laughs> unnecessary pressure
0: look, on your resupply.
2: Yeah, and look, and sometimes it's the right thing to do. Like if you're if you've managed to absolutely pump. Um, their resupply and kick them downstairs and you're able to get a couple of extra med kits. by absolutely pushing it. Yeah. Well, maybe it's fine running low, but then you have to go, right, how good of a game has the other commander had? Can yeah. they double nuke? Can they triple nuke? Can they nuke out of the game? Um, maybe the reason why you got kicked uh, or you were able to kick them is because they didn't have their three hits there and now they're, they're attacking your resupply. Mm. Um, and when you come back, you don't have one, you know? Um communication yeah, communication's huge like if you don't know what's going on with your um, with your team um, and you just come back and you know not that I'd ever expect um, you know Biden to just run off on three lives and <laughs> and die Like I would expect to be told um, by someone on my team if they were low and yeah. if I needed to hang around a bit longer um, but in saying that sometimes I might come back with a lot of lives and I have no shots, but um, maybe I can get three shots and just go out for a bit longer and and come back. Mm. Sometimes that doesn't work either because if they then knew can you have got two or three shots left? Well, you can't really defend. Mm. So it's a constant um, analysis of of how well your team is doing in the game and how well the other team's doing and just making educated guesses, I guess, around um, what could potentially happen if you uh put in that position. Um, look, I would love to run around with a full lives and 30 shots the entire game and um, not necessarily have to worry about getting resupplied, but well, you've already touched on it. There's a fine balance between um, whether or not you're controlling the field and, and being able to push forward um, versus having both your three hits back and giving up all of that work that you've done to to put yourself in that position, mm. um, and yeah, it's it's hugely important that your team communicates and, and you know where everyone's at with that stuff. Um, and it's like getting getting nuked out of a, a game because you went too low sucks. Mm. But in saying that, sometimes you just don't know how well the other commanders done and how quickly they've been able to get get two together. Um, and, you know. True. I, I, I mean. I, I don't... Peter's probably going li- to listen to this, but <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's what happened last year against um, uh, Brisbane... Uh, was it the fourth Brisbane team? Um, I can't remember what they call themselves, but you know, he, he got double nuked out and Scriver had a, an awesome game defending mm. um, and he managed to get together two nukes pretty quickly. And I, I'll be honest, I don't think I had two nukes at that particular point in time mm. in the game. Um, but he just played really smart. He stayed back. He defended well. Put a lot of pressure on, um, from in the sense that they, like, Pete, I don't think we could get in, right? So they had the upper hand because running into a brick wall and losing quite a lot of lives trying to trying to get through um, put Peter in a position where he was low and he got that he got double nuked out. So it does happen where you can underestimate um, how quickly or how well someone's um, put together a couple of nukes to just turn a game on its head. Yeah. No, I didn't have fun in that game. That really sucks, playing against six people when they've got <laughs> a heavy commander. <laughs> an um and, and you don't, um, you know, <laughs> it, was, it, it was one of those things that was just a merry-go-round. Um, but yeah, FYI, if he heavy dies, it's really not a fun game it's to play. It's fairly shit. If <laughs> but but, um, but do we have it on...
1: <laughs> on record now that you're you're telling players they don't have to wait until they're under ten shots to go back and get resupplied.
2: Yeah, <laughs> up to you guys. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're shooting fifty percent accuracy, you should probably go back and get shots. Um, <laughs> that, that that would that would be my advice around that. But look, that that's the that's the dilemma. That's what this that question is. What makes the difference between a good team and a and a, and a great team is being able to cycle through. Um, but there's, it's not as simple as just walking back and you know off someone runs, there are so many things that need to be taken into account before you make that decision to push really hard or keep people back. Um, and you know at the end of the day, it really depends on how much pressure the other team's putting on you mm. um, as to what I would do. Um, but if it's going really well um, and heavy's almost full when I come back, well, I'll just sit there and hopefully get full. Um, Hold my gun up, you know. And, um, keep it, keep, keep an eye out if anyone's going to ch- come and try. Because at the end of the day, if your heavy's not there, you're defending. It's your job. Um, you still need to be eyes and ears for for the medic and and the ammo, because Fredo's old and getting senile. Um, <laughs> if, if he ends up playing ammo, um, so yeah. At the end of the day, coming back to resupply. It, instead of being the focus to try and push an attack, you need to still try and carry away and, and defend. And, hey, it's more special points if you do it well. Mm. So, you know, every 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 shot is a special point. Every shot is an opportunity to get another nuke. Um, and there's nothing better than getting a nuke while you're defending and your heavy's just gone out and they're f- almost full. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can, can turn a game on its head, um, but it's also really good... If you know you've already got one so you can kind of plan it but anyway it's uh good luck with trying to master that because even the best teams still screw that up um royally yeah, for sure, by, for sure. <laughs> by by getting too cocky and sending out both their three hits and or, <laughs> n- or not putting enough pressure on them playing too defensively like there's no yeah you know, it's just so hard it's it's really hard and it's so field dependent as to how much you can get away with um in that respect yeah. so
1: yeah, well, I think I think that's a good segue to the the big topic for this position, which obviously is nuking. And this huh. is what I always tell new players, what I always tell teams, is you need to have a reason why you're nuking. You never nuke just because it's cool. Always have some <laughs> kind of reason for that. Um, so how how do you kind of just decide when to when to nuke, when to you know launch a single nuke to let somebody get in versus having a two-chain or a three-chain
2: or the the infamous Rusty Special five-chain? Uh, okay, well, look, it was funny, right? The other, I might have only been a couple of weeks ago. Quinn, Quinn said something really funny to me um, because n- no one had actually sat anyone down and said, right, so, you know, if you pull one nuke, obviously you, you pull two nukes for this reason or whatever. Um, he He said to me the other day after seeing, you know, me pulling five chains or whatever—that he thought that was a genuine sh- uh, strategy. <laughs> so like there was a a reason for saving five and pulling five together. <laughs> he didn't realize it was more just you know the game's going quite well and you want it to last fifteen minutes if possible, and you just want to have a bit of extra time in the field to to have some to fun. Play, yeah. um, which so that that it's funny that we're even having this conversation because I never really thought about how other people would look at the five-chain thing or the four-chain thing or the three-chain thing. Um, But look, uh, pulling pulling a five-chain nuke is kind of fun. I'll be honest. I I do enjoy it. Um, And and generally, if I'm pulling five, it's because we've controlled the bridge, we've controlled the resupply. Um, I've managed to get quite a few shots off on, obviously, people on the other team and having a decent game. Um, and I've just not felt the need to have to pull a nuke, um, right? And that's hand on heart the reason why I would ever pull five. Like maybe way back in the day when, and I'm talking like early 2000s for people playing at home, that makes me really old, um, where I would, I would pull four, but my team was almost dead, right? Like I'm guilty of that and everybody is. Um, so... I quickly learnt, though, you can't really score any more points if you're dead. Mm. Um, so, it's in your best interest to use your nukes, um, w- w- whether or not it's defensively or offensively, depending on the situation. Mm. So, like if I know that I'm playing um, three hit with a, a, a weaker three hit, um, depending on how the, the match has been balanced out, for example, well, I'm probably not going to pull a nuke for the heavy, I'm probably going to pull a nuke for one of the more experienced scouts mm-hmm. to, to go in and do it. But in saying that, if I know that we're playing against a stronger th- three combination, I'm probably going to save it uh, defensively or maybe I'm going to wait until I've got two nukes so that if I do need to pull a defensive one, I can, and then we can turn it around and, and drop an offensive one depending on the situation. Um, so, again, again, like if it was a competitive game and it was a, a Nats game and, a, and it was serious, well, you know, it really just depends on how it pans out. Um, I think the best thing I can reference in terms of chaining and, and it's successfully working um, was probably in that second-to-last game against you guys in SAC, DK, where um, mm. we, you know, third time lucky I managed to get through the castle and that little ramp into your resupply, I managed to actually get into your resupply, um, and we got you downstairs pretty early. So that meant I didn't need to nuke because you guys were already downstairs, um, and I had a pretty good game. Um, someone was yelling out, yeah. someone was
1: uh, low, I know,
2: and I had a pretty good game. And I heard someone yelling out, someone was low, and I had um, three nukes. Um, what I didn't realise was that it killed your armor and and your ammo. Um, so that's a good example of where chaining does work. It definitely did. But, but that, again, that that may not have been possible if you weren't downstairs, right? So it would have been more around. Um, just playing it normally and dropping a nuke and hoping we could kick you downstairs. Um, So, like, every game is different, right? And that's probably the the most challenging thing is you can work out in your mind exactly how you want a game to go and when you're going to pull a nuke and how you're going to do it. But if you've managed to get kicked in the first 60 seconds and you're downstairs and all of a sudden the pressure's on you, that game plan has gone, and you need a new one. <laughs> um, and 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 that and that game plan could change every thirty seconds, right? Um, and that's a, that's the most challenging thing. And I think it just comes down to experience at the end of the day. Um, if you end up in a situation where you've been pushed out or uh, or your team's struggling, and you need to get back upstairs, maybe you got a nuke just to get back to where you were. Um, uh, and maybe maybe you need to nuke to just save yourself from getting eliminated. Yeah. Um, and, and pull a defensive one but it's just so tricky to to find the right balance but there's been too, too many people this is another public service announcement <laughs> of people holding their nukes and then not pulling them at all what? right? Like people, people forget <laughs> um, that it's really really helpful if you pull nukes for your team um, even if you're I brand new at, at, at any Moment in time. It doesn't have to be for a heavy, it doesn't have to be for a scout. Just pull it sometimes. It's, it's the right thing to do. Um, you'll get given feedback, I'm sure, by someone going, hey, it would have been really cool if you told the rest of your team you were nuking. But at least you're starting to build on the process, how it works, knowing you've got one, having the presence of mind to find somewhere safe and pulling it, right? It's all just takes time to build um, that experience off the back of it. Um, but, yeah, look, at, at Nats when I've um, managed to save five up or whatever, it's either to it was either to get everyone some extra MVP points, which we generally don't have to worry about now, mm. or if it's a field we haven't played a lot in, it would be to learn the field. Um, or just because it was fun at the time. Um, but it's definitely, definitely, definitely not a recommended strategy um, if you're cause... playing a... Yeah, a back serious in, game. Back
0: in the early 2000s, <laughs> that was kind of a strategy. People thought it was a good thing to drop five at the end of the game and kill it
1: right <laughs> <then>. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I remember trip, oh, like, well, trips We, it we may see a return to that in in Detroit, because um, I at least the last time that I played in ATS there, there were a number of occasions where teams were waiting until the last 60 seconds to drop their nukes because right. they hadn't done their base run yet, and either to get their own resupply, their targets, or to deny targets to the other team. Mm. It just got to be a complete free-for-all in that last, last 60 seconds. They were insane. People were just nuking and counter-nuking back and forth and got crazy. Mm.
2: Well, you know, we're just going to have to see what happens then. Like, if that ends up being a strategy, I'll have to um, <laughs> not eat my own words. But, if hey, if it's a strategy for Detroit, well, well like let's said, see how it goes. <laughs> your strategy is um,
0: constantly yeah. changing, right?
1: But, yeah, yeah gen- generally 5-chaining is not a quote-unquote a strategy. It is something that is a byproduct of other things going right in the game. Right.
2: Correct. Um, but, oh, yeah, look, I've really just got to get over there and see how this field's going to play. Um, uh, but I still would be... Uh, yeah, because I heard the targets are very much um, a suicide run. Um, for... People say that. I don't necessarily agree,
1: but maybe I just have a different take on the Detroit maze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, mm. you, you'll have to, to, to see when you get over there because I, I can't necessarily speak to that because I don't play it on a weekly basis either.
2: Mm. Mm. Now, when we, when we get this personal tour by Josh, we'll figure it out, I'm sure. Get on it, Josh. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, in his his wonderful book on on basketball, basketball and other things. Uh, Shea Serrano has a whole chapter about disrespectful dunks in NBA history. So I feel like getting five chained, that's kind of the equivalent. It's a disrespectful dunk. So if you're not doing your job and you're not putting some pressure on Rusty, he's gonna five chain you, and y- you're gonna be disrespected.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. No, no pressure. I don't know. I'm old, man. Yeah, I, my finger doesn't work as well as it used to pulling that trigger. <laughs> yeah, um, it, and my accuracy is obviously going down. <laughs> well, until of further up. notice. <laughs> yeah, to be confirmed. Um, and like, I was trying to think how I went in the games that I did play uh, when I was over there. I can't even remember if I even played a commander game, to be honest. So, um, literally walking into this, into this nats in this field, like I have no fucking idea what's going on. Um, but um, hopefully we'll figure out what's what. <laughs> Pretty quick, um, and go from there. So.
1: Good, good. Well, I have I have one final question. It's a it's kind of a bonus question, and it's really just for my edification, more than anything else. Is um, how do you not be trash and get your nukes canceled constantly?
2: <laughs> uh, wait, it, um what would this be in reference to that's happened recently? Um, It's not just recently, bro. um, (laughs) Like, it, it... I've seen some people pull some sh- nukes in absolutely retarded situations, um, and shout out to Chris, aka Scorpion, for being numero uno when it comes to this stuff. Like, he'll 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 just shoot a couple of people, and they're like, "Oh, now's a fucking good time." He could be in the middle of the green floor generator and just think it's <laughs> it's wor- it's worthwhile. And you know what? When it works, it's it's so ballsy, so ballsy. But when it doesn't, oh man. It yeah it's fucked. Like, losing a nuke, getting a nuke cancelled is... It sucks. It really sucks. Like, you've had to work... I don't know how hard, but generally you don't get 20 special points by accident. Um, so you've got your 20 specials. You can potentially save your team from getting annihilated or p- potentially put, put pressure on somebody else's team. And you pull a nuke and you get it cancelled somehow. Um, oh, I was reading on... Um, uh, Yeah, that's right. You guys made comments about uh, the fact that, you know, apparently it's a strategy when you hear a long tone to try and pull a short tone (laughs) mute. I I think there are maybe two people who have ever done that. (laughs) Uh, And I don't think it was on purpose, to be honest. Like, I think they've just gone... Oh, I'm now. pulling a nuke yeah. and they're pulling a nuke and they've heard it go off and theirs has gone off and they're like, yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck off you did. Like, if you hand on heart were willing to roll a, 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 a nuke on a on a tone, like I don't know how many goddamn times I've heard the nuke um, tones over the, the loudspeakers, but even now I want to back myself to know the difference between a four and a seven. Like I'd be like, Ooh. three seconds later, I pull it and get a seven-seven second tone, right? Like that is literally what would happen. And yeah, we've all been screwed over by um, short term long 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 tone by accident. Um, Some that that more happened, than others, but yes, <laughs> yes, and like that's just that's just so that's, unlucky. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's so unlucky. Um, and it's and it's generally when your team's yelling for a nuke. And then the other team decides that, well, if they're yelling for a nuke, they must be under pressure. So I'm going to nuke. And yeah. then both people nuke. And then all of a sudden it, it backfires. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> getting, uh, yeah, you've got you to gotta hide. Even if you have to go in the fire escape out into the parking lot to pull it. Like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh I would do whatever. okay, with, now we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, it, yeah, it, you shouldn't be getting nukes cancelled. All right, Like, it's just it's just oh, one of I'm those trying things trying not to, all right? <laughs> like, I mean, there were so many places in um, SAC where you could pull it, where it would put you in a position where there was only one way for someone to come in. Um, mm-hmm. Sure, if a heavy heard you pull it and knew where you were, you'd be rolling your dice a little bit, but you sort of have to make an educated guess as to whether or not you just saw a commander upstairs or whether or not it was the heavy yeah. before you make the decision. I suppose it goes back to... Um, what I touched on earlier, how the game is flowing and who you've just seen and um, whether or not you've heard someone go low as to whether or not you've got pressure on yourself to pull a quick nuke to really ram home an advantage or if your team's screaming for you to, to defend and you've got a nuke, you know, do you pull that and take the pressure off them, right? Um but again, you need to have been at least aware of who's around you, who was in front of you. Did you hear someone nearby that you're not sure if it's on your team or is on the other team? Um, like I've had a few nukes cancelled in my time, but I would say very, very, very few would have been from getting shot. Um, And, yeah, I might – I'm probably guilty of it. i probably run too far away sometimes to pull a nuke if I know that there's somebody nearby. And I've probably wasted 10 or 15 seconds, but I'd rather do that and get to a safe spot um, than get it cancelled. Yeah. But I have done a couple of things like where I know we're on top and I'll pull it in the helm. And for those that don't know, the helm is pretty much in the entire, like, centre of the field. (laughs) Um, And... uh, I don't know. I might have got one cancelled once. But uh, like <laughs> doing something like that can, it can change the whole dynamic as well because you're in a position where as soon as it goes off, if your team's kicked them out, you're just going to get resets for days. Mm. Um, whereas if I've run 15 seconds downstairs to somewhere else to pull it, you don't get that type of um, return on investment if you, if you do it like that. So look, if you've got the balls to pull a, a new confront of someone after you've put them down... Hats off to you. Um, And I've definitely done that too if it's a scout. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. It's definitely a time and a place for it. But, um, yeah, just don't be Chris. Don't be Chris. Don't be Scorpion. Don't – like, I've seen him pull – and you both play, prison. I've seen him put someone down on the bridge and pull it in the vortex. (laughs) And then there'll be someone in the helm he hasn't seen and they just pop up and shoot him. Like, do shit like that. Um, yeah, and I'm just going, oh, my God, did you really just do that? And generally, I'm on his team when that happens. Um, so, you know, I'm running in like it, it's Christmas and then I get shot and their team comes up because the nukes fucking cancelled. Yeah. Um, But anyway, it, you know, don't do that to your team. Don't don't be that guy. Um, and I'm touching wood right now because I really hope I don't get too many fucking nukes cancelled in Detroit. <laughs> but um, but, but you, you, know. d- you do raise a good point, though, about maybe taking a little bit of extra
1: time to get to a safer location because I know the the one that you, you got on me in in Brisbane, I knew that was definitely a high-risk situation where I did it basically from the airlocks. What I should have done was probably made my way all the way over to like the galley or something like that where I knew I was well away from you. But I felt like it was a situation where we were kind of under pressure, needed a little bit of back-off time, didn't want to wait the extra 10 seconds, but you saw where that got me. So don't
2: be like I'll me about that. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> I forgot about that. That was after you missed me and then I missed with you. Was that that game? Yeah. That game. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. I felt better I did feel better about the new cancellation. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take I'll take that. Um yeah, oh, yeah look, there's nothing I more than, than being it a commander missing. than cancelling a commander's nuke. Like it that that's just an instant swing. Instant swing. Like to to, to get those twenty special points back, um, Against a oh, good yeah, team is so going to be hard work, um, and you know if your team was about to get a breather from whatever shitstorm was currently unfolding in front of them, <laughs> and it doesn't happen, uh oh, just anyway. Look, I could have missed a shot. My accuracy sucks, um, and you could have <laughs> pulled it in my face, and it would have been glorious. Um, but <laughs> it just uh, it didn't work out that way. Um, but uh, like I said, I'll take I'll take that. <laughs> Any other bonus questions?
1: No, I, I think that that's uh that's all I got. But that was a great rundown. Thank you so much for uh, giving us the the inside info on the commander track, Rusty. Yeah, man,
2: appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, hopefully I haven't confused everyone because, like, there's no there's no simple answer to any of those things. To be honest, because like True. literally every single thing is situational. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Like my answer today about something in particular. And then I'm in Detroit and something happens and I do the complete fucking opposite to what I just said today <laughs> um, because it just made sense to me at the time. It's um, so
0: nuanced. Like there's so yeah. nuances to this game. Like for all the positions in Space Marines, it's so hard to kind of pinpoint, you know, these are the, the things that'll make you a better player aside from keep your gun up and, you know, be more accurate. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not um, championing being more accurate. I'm I'm a a, a keep your gun up guy if that helps you increase your accuracy as a result of that I'm happy for you Um, I don't think my accuracy as command is ever going to break 80 Um, I'm okay with that Um, as long as it doesn't go down to 70 um, because then that'll be a huge problem Um, That's (laughs) arthritis
0: in your your trigger finger really kicks in (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you right, right now, losing a little bit of weight ends, ends up helping, helping a little bit with the old running in the, the, the yeah. knees, I think. Um, but time will tell. I haven't played – I won't have played that many games of laser tag in that much time, uh, in that period of time since um, last year when I got rhabdomyelosis afterwards. Uh, that yeah, was making, fun. Making anyway, I told you, you can't make up words, Rusty, damn it. Uh, I wish I was making that up. That was the worst worst week of my life. <laughs> anywho, anywho, All good. <laughs>
0: All right, well, um, yeah, did you want to add anything, else, DK?
1: No, I think that's a, that's a good rundown. So I, I guess it's time for us to, to go and start hitting the treadmill, right, Steve?
0: Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Get back on
1: that horse, man.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll just fall <laughs> off again. It'll <That'd> be terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks again, Rusty. We really appreciate your time, man. Thanks for coming on and having me an out.
2: My pleasure. Anytime. See you in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. How many did you five. say? Like five five Mondays? There's
2: five five Mondays left till me and uh, Fredo fly, which is on Sunday the fourteenth. Then yeah. we get to Chicago. Yeah. So, yeah. looking forward to undoing six months of hard work in the gym <laughs> and four days eating pizza in Chicago. So, yeah, see, um, my, my everything process, could be in vain. Just, yeah. just don't do hashtag worth work. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, no, looking forward to seeing everyone. Um, super pumped. So, yeah, can't wait. It's gonna
0: be good. All right, same well, you, man. Well, uh, for this week, I've been going next door.
2: And I've been DK.
0: Always remember to backtrack, kids. We will see you in five Mondays. And hold your gun up. Hold your gun up.